0: You're listening to Oodles of Financial Advice with Jeremy Oodle. I mean, Udell. Jeremy is a certified financial planner. He's licensed in Florida to sell insurance. He has Series 7, 24, and 65 securities licenses. And he's here to give you Oodles of Financial Advice. Our first batch of seminars for the fall of 2022 will be coming to an end at the end of November The likelihood is by the time you're hearing this, they will be done. However, if you are interested in coming to hear me give a workshop about how to de-risk your retirement, please give us a call, 941-951-0443, or shoot me an email, jeremy at wealthenjoyment.com. My wife taught me something recently. Did you know that if you cut a piece off of a spider plant and planted that in another pot of soil or even possibly in just some water, that little cutting can grow into its own brand new plant. And as it grows, if you want, you can actually add it back to the original spider plant and just have a bigger spider plant if that's what you were looking for. Have you ever seen a spider plant? Do you care? Why am I talking about spider plants on this financial podcast? Hello, my name is Jeremy Udell, and you're listening to Oodles of Financial Advice. Sometimes when trying to come up with an analogy to explain something pretty complex, you have to look for outside-the-box ideas. I am about to torture an analogy about spider plants to explain to you how index annuities work. That's right, because when I learned that you could cut a piece off a spider plant, and if you treated it well, grow a brand new plant, it reminded me of how index annuities work. What's an index annuity? Well, in its barest form, an index annuity says year to year, you can't lose money due to market volatility. We're going to give you a 0% floor. Maybe higher than that on the floor, but at least a 0% floor. It's a fixed product, so it's not allowed to lose money on your principal. And then when it comes to gain, we're going to track some index. Very commonly the S&P 500 index, and very commonly over a year's time. And whatever your account does will be based on some factor of the S&P 500. Very often, what that will be is 100% participation in the S&P 500 up to a cap. Let's say right now around 10%. I've seen 9%, I've seen 11%, but right now we're seeing about a 10% cap. What that means is that inside that index annuity over a year's time, if you're tracking the S&P 500 and the S&P 500 went down, your index annuity would stay the same. It would not go down because they promised to have a zero floor. But if the S&P 500 went up, let's say 5%, you'd get 5% because your cap is 10%. So you get everything the market does up to 10%. But if the market goes up 20%, you only got 10 Now people ask me, Jeremy, why can't I get all of the market upside? Does the insurance company keep that money? What are they doing? that would allow them to give me 10%, but only up to 10%. What's going on there? Well, here's the best analogy I could come up with are the spider plants. Let's think about your investment as though it's a healthy spider plant in a greenhouse somewhere. Because if you took that money and put it into what the insurance company is going to put it into, most of what it would go into is basically a very healthy environment, what they call their general account, that is a slow growing but very fairly safe comparative to a lot of other investments out there. Account a lot of AAA bonds inside of an insurance company's general account, a lot of regulations on what investments they're allowed to have in there and in what proportions. And the insurance company knows they're going to get a fairly steady rate of return on that account, and they're going to put most of your money in the fixed index annuity into that general account. And they're going to take a tiny cutting off of your investment, and they're going to try and make it grow a lot. But they're going to subject it to a lot of risk while doing that. Well, that's a little bit like that spider plant where we took a cutting, and if we treat it well and we give it the right amount of water and the right amount of fertilizer and the right amount of sunlight, that cutting could grow and be added back to our original spider plant and we'd have a bigger plant. Or that little cutting could die. But our original spider plant is still safe and sound, let's say in a greenhouse somewhere, getting all the water and light it needs in a safe, controlled environment with steady growth. Why would we do that? Well, because it's possible if we took that cutting and added some real juice to it, maybe that would grow a lot faster and add a lot quicker to our plant than if we left that cutting attached to the original spider plant in that otherwise safe environment. That's the same thing we're looking at with an index annuity. The little piece that the insurance company takes out of the general account, they're going to put it into very aggressive investments called index options. That's how they use the money to simulate a return in the market, is they buy and, in some cases, sell index options. Now, I'm not going to get too far into the weeds on the index options. Suffice it to say, it'd be like taking that cutting and putting it into a lot riskier environment that could lead to a lot of growth for your cutting, but could also lead to the cutting dying over the next year. The important thing to remember is that the main spider plant, your main investment, is in a much safer environment, not subject to that same risk. That's how the insurance company knows that that piece will slowly grow back to the original principal amount every year because it's in the general account, just as they know a spider plant in a healthy, safe environment is going to grow some over the next year as long as it's getting its usual amount of water and fertilizer that's always sustained it. Did that work for you? Do you want to know more about how index options work, how they're added back, how you get a higher participation rate or cap or what's going on with the floor feel free to give me a call if you'd like to have a greater discussion. I have a whole PowerPoint presentation put together that discusses how indexing works. But in an audio format, sometimes a comparison can be most valuable. And I hope you found my spider plant analogy, remembering there are two pieces to an index annuity, just like if you cut a piece off a spider plant. And the main spider plant's okay. The cutting is going to be very aggressively grown to the point where it could die, but it could be worth a lot more than if it had just been left in the safe greenhouse. I talked in my first segment about index annuities because over the last several months, they've become a lot more interesting investments for people to consider. In our opinion, they probably should have been considering them all along, but when interest rates go up as they have, that actually allows for an insurance company to provide for higher caps. In the first segment, I talked about how index cap rates are right now in the 9%, 10%, 11% range. A few years ago, during COVID especially, the caps were very low. Four, five, 6% caps, meaning that even if the market went up 50%, if you had a 5% cap, all you got was five. A lot of people didn't find that very interesting. Even with interest rates only being half a percent, the idea that they would buy this long term annuity, the market could go up, and they would only get 5% wasn't particularly interesting to people. Well, We explained to them that when interest rates come back up, the caps should also come up. There were people who were skeptical about that, though, because maybe they didn't understand how the product worked, even though we'd explained it to them, and... They'd also thought that perhaps the insurance companies would never really honor that as long as they were getting enough business, selling an index annuity with a 6% cap. Why would they ever raise the cap when they could make more money, when they could keep more of that profit? Even though we explained to them that that's not really how it works. It's in their best interest to give you as much upside as they can. Some people weren't willing to believe us. Well, what we're seeing right now, and as I talk to you now, it's November of 2022. I am currently in the process of selling a client of mine, a a product that provides for the next year, an 11% cap on the S&P 500. And that same product also has a bucket that says, if you want to lock in a cap for the next seven years, each year for the next seven years, you can actually lock in at 9 for fully the next seven years, meaning that even if interest rates do come back down, as most people predict they eventually will, in that bucket, you would never have less than a 9% cap for each of the next seven years. And if the market went up 20, you'd get nine. If the market went up five, you'd get five. If the market went down, you'd get zero. But that 9% cap that you can buy right now is pretty solid for seven years, and 11% is higher than we've seen in a long time. Caps may continue to go up if interest rates stay up, by the way, but they may not. This might be about what we'd see in an index annuity at these interest rate levels. But no matter what, If this is surprising to you, it might be worthwhile for you to start thinking about index annuities again. They can make a lot of sense for people who are looking for tax deferral, who are looking for downside protection. If you're just looking for a place to put some money that you don't know quite what to do with, but you know you won't need through the surrender charge period, usually anything from 5 to 10 years, depending on the annuity, it's probably worthwhile to take a look and reduce the volatility, especially as you're getting older. Index annuities may not make as much sense for younger people who can afford to take more risk with their investments. But as you get older, it's worthwhile to start looking into some of the more conservative investments. Now, I will never tell you an index annuity is going to keep up with the stock market. It's just not going to do that. But over time, it should hopefully keep up with bonds. And in fact, historically, at least, they tend to do a little bit better than bonds, uh, maybe partially due to tax deferral, at least on a long-term basis. But no matter what, if you are interested in hearing about what the different cap rates are on annuities we're seeing right now, feel free to give us a call, 941 or shoot me an email, jeremy at wealthenjoyment.com. For those of you who listen regularly, I know my last podcast was a little bit of a downer. For anyone who's had a pet and lost them, I'm sure you understand why. But I wanted to end this one on an upbeat note because I just had a birthday. And it was actually a really special birthday, partially Because I had to work that night and go to do a retirement workshop. It was a Tuesday night. That's a common night for us to do workshops. But my wife got up early in the morning and got me an amazing breakfast for my birthday. She ran out to not one, but two restaurants to get two of my favorite things. It was a breakfast of kings from Bagel King and Donut King. From Bagel King, she got me my favorite bagel sandwich, an Asiago bagel with bacon, egg, and cheese. Absolutely delicious. Love that one. And then from Donut King, she got me several donuts, but she made sure to get me my personal favorite, the maple bacon donut. Now, I don't know if you have ever tried anything quite like this, but it is a salty sweet delicious, just melts-in-your-mouth donut that I highly recommend you try one of these donuts. When I got to the office, I had a cookie cake waiting for me. And that was thanks to my parents and sister who know how much I love cookie cake. Basically, cookie cake is a huge chocolate chip cookie with frosting around parts of it. It's absolutely delicious. It's my favorite cake, maybe my favorite dessert. I love chocolate chip cookies. If you put out pretty much all desserts out there and a plate of warm chocolate chip cookies, I can tell you I'm probably going towards those cookies. I'm a bit of a cookie monster. C is for cookie, and it's always been good enough for me. That cookie cake was absolutely stellar. And I also had some lovely gifts. My parents and sister chipped in to get me a brand new Kindle. I read a lot, and it's always neat to have the newest generation of the Kindle with all its extra bells and whistles. And then my wife got me some really fun goodies on my birthday. She got me some beef jerky, which she knows I like. She got me some funny joke books. And she also got me tickets in January for the great Barry Manilow. Mm, I will make it through the rain to get to that concert. Sorry if that's a deep cut for those who don't know a lot about Barry Manilow, but I'm a big fan. I don't love all of his work. I don't think I know all of his work, but I know enough of his stuff to know I'm going to love that concert. And she knows how I like old crooners and we were talking about it probably could have been Elton John, Billy Joel, Neil Diamond and I would have loved it but uh I made her go see Paul Simon come through recently so I do love these old crooners coming through maybe crooner is not the right word but these you know 60s 70s songwriters who come through, and Barry's been a favorite of mine. I'm looking forward to it, and it, I'm really excited about it. And I just wanted to share that with you and let you know, life in general is good. It's really hard to lose a, a loved loved one, including a pet, but uh, I am also very, very blessed right now and just wanted to pass along a lot of good feelings. I hope you all are having a very happy holiday season And I look forward to talking to you many, many of you soon. If you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to like it, subscribe to it, comment, share. And, uh, you know, generally reach out to me and let me know what you're thinking. Directly, you can reach me 941-951-0443 or Jeremy at wealthenjoyment.com. That's all for the podcast today. I want to thank my awesome producer, Megan Udell, who has done such a stellar job with this podcast. I want to, again, thank everyone for helping me have a fantastic birthday, and my wife especially, who is the best woman in the world. And just thank all of you for listening and hopefully enjoying this podcast. I really enjoy doing it, and I hope you're getting something out of it too. You can also find me on my YouTube channel, Udell in a nutshell. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn. You can find me at my email, jeremy@wealthenjoyment.com or call us, 941-951-0443. I'll be back again soon with more oodles for your noodle.